name is Felicia Wright, and this is the Go Rogue Podcast. Do you feel stuck? Does every day feel like Groundhog's Day? Well, I'm here to tell you it's time to take charge of your life and know that you are meant for more than this. It's time to go rogue. This podcast is for people that are ready to say enough is enough and discover their new normal with entrepreneurship. Get ready because your rogue journey starts now. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Go Rogue podcast today. I have another phenomenal woman that is here to share her story. I have the amazing Mia Francis Poulin. She is the owner of RNA Creative Company, a digital marketing agency, and she is also the host of Mama Build Your Empire. And that podcast is a podcast that's dedicated to mom bosses who are growing their business while raising their kids with special needs. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited and it's kind of weird being on the other side of the podcast screen and uh, but I'm super excited to be here. So thank you. Yeah, I completely understand. Like we, right before we hopped on here, I said I got interviewed and it was so bizarre (laughs) being interviewed as opposed to interviewing somebody else. So I completely understand. Yes. So let's go ahead and get started. So go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about you and your background. Yes. So um, I am the owner of RNA Creative Company and I started that company after about almost 10 years in corporate digital marketing. So I'd worked for a variety of different um, corporations and organizations, different sizes, some publicly traded, some smaller businesses, small and medium-sized businesses. And I've worked primarily in digital marketing uh, since 2009. And I love it. I, I don't even really know how I landed in marketing. It wasn't, I didn't go and study business or study marketing. I was an English major. And yeah, and I actually thought um, that I was going to be a book publisher. So I actually went to New York. I attended the Columbia Publishing course, which was a phenomenal course because I thought, I'm going to be a book editor is what I'm going to do. Went to New York, decided I did not want to live in New York. I was very Southern. (laughs) uh, I'm from New Orleans. That's my home. And I live in Texas. And so I hightailed it back to Texas and I got a job very randomly in marketing. And I started out as um, in copywriting because I'd been writing for the web for a while. And Started out in copywriting for product descriptions and catalog copy. And I was like, I love this. I want to do this forever. And um, I tried my hand at a couple different businesses. And then um, my firstborn was born. Mm-hmm. And my eldest is three. And he was born at 27 weeks. Uh, yes. He was one pound, 11 ounces when he was born. And he spent 292 days in the hospital. And he... He is amazing. We call him uh, our Roman warrior. His name is Roman. Yeah. And yes, and he's an amazing, amazing child. He's, he's faced so much and, and honestly have, has come close to, to almost losing his battle numerous times, but he's always um, pulled out. Uh, and honestly, that his birth, just like with, with any birth of a child, it, it changed my life, but it also changed my career path in a number of ways because I had to take a year off work, not to necessarily be home bonding. It was me taking off work because he's on a ventilator in the NICU and I can't leave his side, not that I wanted to. And so 
I took time off from work. And when he finally did come home, he came home with a trach, a ventilator, oxygen, 24 hour nursing, feeding tubes, like this whole new world of, I have a medically fragile child. Yeah. And now today he's three and he's, um, he's, pretty much like any other three-year-old that you would have running around. Like he's uh, obsessed with toy cars and he's the smartest kid I've literally ever known. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. little biased, I'm his mom, but you know, <laughs> I, I think he's brilliant. Uh, but he's also autistic. He was just recently diagnosed with autism. And so that started a new journey um, for, for us and for my family and for me personally. And so um, I did go back to, to work in corporate after he came home. I was home with him for about four weeks before I, I started another position uh, with, a, with a large publicly traded company. And I was managing seven different corporate brands as overseeing their digital content strategy and content creation. And it was, it was a challenge because... I was on all the time. <laughs> and mm -hmm. if there was something like we had several different conventions that we hosted and there was always content that had to be created at a high volume. And I was coming up with the strategies for each yeah. brand, which each one is individual. They're all different. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was super stressful. <laughs> yeah. And while I loved it, I love creating content. I love the digital marketing world. Like that's, that's just my jam. Uh, I, I realized that I wanted something slower paced. I needed it because at the same time, while I'm running, you know, doing these seven different brands, my son's still getting sick and mm -hmm. he's still having to go to the hospital every once in a while. And there was a period in time where, you know, I'm on my work laptop, I'm trying to get things sent over and I'm standing next to his bed while he's sick in the hospital with rhinovirus. And the doctor's trying to talk to me to get him better and, you know, tell me the plan while I'm also like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yep, I got it. Got it. You know, like try to send mm -hmm. emails and, and get get the work done that way, and so that's when I kind of I noticed that I needed to make a change, and so I thought that at that time that that change was going to a smaller company. So I did go. Um, I was offered a, a position with uh, increased responsibility, but one brand, <laughs> yeah. which was I was just kind of like, all right, one brand, I got that. Like that's fine, and um, it was amazing. I I I realized that I loved working with smaller companies and that that was kind of where I felt the most comfortable. Um, the one brand thing I was kind of like, okay, let's get a little bit, <laughs> a little bit more, um, things to, to manage at that time. But I knew that I liked that work environment. Um, and then from there, the universe said, uh, -uh you're not, <laughs> this still is not where you're going to stay. So, really? What was yes. popping up for you? So all of a sudden, things started getting weird. So my, I had been there for a while and I was able to take um, family medical leave, which uh, if you're working with a company that has so many employees and you're there for about a year, yeah. I think that's the, the law, you're able to take FMLA and it's 12 weeks unpaid time, which you know, <laughs> unpaid, <laughs> that's great, not really. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I did like the job protection. And so um, my son was getting sick really, really frequently and more so than usual. Uh, cause he's, he still has, even though he's, you know, your average kid, he still has lung disease. He is, his diagnosis is uh, chronic lung disease or bronchopulmonary dysplasia. And basically okay. it's a fancy way of saying he has scarring and inflammation kind of chronically in his lungs. Okay. So that's why when he gets sick with stuff like regular stuff, like a cold, the common cold, he gets sicker than the average, you know, than the average bear. 
Mm-hmm. And so, um, I was having to take off. I was having to use the leave. And once it got to the point where I was actually having to use the leave, things were, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't as sustainable. And I think that that was because one, I was, I was in a position where I had more responsibilities, but also because there weren't as many people in, as in my last position, because, you know, there were other people on my team that could pick up a little bit of a slack if I wasn't there. And, you know, I was always trying my best to maintain and stay ahead. And yeah. that's why my, the one thing that I get started for my, for my clients first is automation. How can we systematize things so that things can go running when you can't? Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, and then, you know, the universe just was kind of like, it's time for you to leave. So I, <laughs> my son kept getting sick and I was at work one day and I get a call from his home health nurse because he has home health nursing. She's like, Roman is going to children's hospital via ambulance right now. And I'm literally stepping foot into a meeting when I get this call and I'm just like, nope, gone. (laughs) So I missed the meeting and I sent a text to my boss and I was like, this is what's happening. And I I was gone and that's what what needed to happen. And they they understood. And I think that employers, they understand when you're going through something like that, they get it. Mm-hmm. But they also, they, not that they didn't care, but stuff still needed to happen, which mm-hmm. I get. I get. That makes sense. And then the following week, my youngest son, because I also have a seven month old, um, he, I get a call from his daycare provider. His femur is broken. His femur. <laughs> What? Yes. So did they take him to the hospital to know that? Like, no, I took him to the hospital. Girl, that's a whole nother story. (laughs) That's a whole, that's a whole nother podcast episode. But yes, (laughs) his femur was broken. And uh, that was incredibly traumatizing because when you drop your kids off at daycare with, you know, a licensed uh, daycare facility, you expect them to be healthy and how you you bring them, pick them up, how you dropped them off, you know? Yeah. So you don't expect that they would have their, you know, strongest bone in their body broken, you know? And so that, that was another thing. And he was in a harness for three weeks. Yes. And then, wait, so this happened at daycare? At daycare. I would not be calm. Like it would be. (laughs) Felicia, I, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all I remember so the the ER doctor he pulls me out of the room because my husband is there he's holding the baby and my husband you know, he's always bright side of the side of life kind of guy like yeah. and I love him to death because he balances me because I'm I'm real high strung sometimes mm-hmm. and I'm better in my in my older age but you know sometimes I can be really you know I can be a challenge and mm-hmm. I remember the doctor pulled me out of the room and took me around to the station where they had the x-rays up mm-hmm. and I just walked around walked to the computer and I gasped and I felt the air just trap up into my my neck and it, his his bones were in two complete pieces wow. and yes yes and it was um it was a spiral fracture and I'm sure that there are some people who are listening to this will know kind of the implications of a spiral fracture. Um, and you know, all the implications on that, that's all I'll say on that. But, um, they were broken into complete pieces. And I think, uh, all I remember is I was sitting down next. <laughs> I don't know how I got to sitting mm-hmm. and 
doctor was like, will you be okay? And I just was yelling, police, police, I need the police. Yes. That, I mean, a baby. Yes. Seven months old, seven months old. So yeah, um, it was really a traumatic thing. And I, everything in my, my gut was just like, I can't go back to work. I need to take care of my kids. Mm -hmm. And so prior to that and leading up to that, because I, you know, again, I was listening to the universe all throughout, probably in about October of 2017, I was deciding that I need to start making being responsible for my own income and making my own money. And so that's when I decided to start RNA creative, but it was my, it was my, my side hustle. It was my, the thing I did on the side. And so I was freelancing and, you know, I, I started all the kinds of ways I did. I tried everything out. I tried Upwork. I tried, which, (laughs) Oh, Upwork. It can be so great for so many things, but it was, um, it was interesting for me. <laughs> yeah, didn't you and get really good at Upwork at one point? I did. I got I got top rated on Upwork and I was making all this money. And then all of a sudden I got these weirdos, like <laughs> very strange individuals. And they were all wanting to take the work off Upwork and Upwork didn't like that. And mm-hmm. it was just a struggle. And then I finally got really tired of them taking such a large chunk of my earnings because when it came down to it between Upwork fees, PayPal fees, PayPal transfer fees. Oh yeah. I I was not getting really, I was getting maybe 60% of what I I earned, like 65, 70, something like that. Like not, it wasn't all of it and it added up. And so, um, so that was, that was a struggle. And then I started um, reaching out to different agencies, different creative agencies, seeing if they had overflow. And that was actually pretty lucrative for me. Mm-hmm. And then I decided I wanted to put the strategy background that I've had for the past several years and put that to use. And so I really focused all in on RNA creative and, and helping uh specifically female entrepreneurs in developing their branding and coming up with smart, scalable, go-to-market strategies. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at now. That's what I've been doing for the last several months. And I've, it's everything that I've needed because um, once I did make that decision to leave, it was really a lesson in stepping out on faith <laughs> because yeah. I'd had my exit strategy, which is something that I talk about with a lot of people is developing your exit strategy, like making the decision that you're going to leave being intentional and deciding how that's going to be and how that's going to look because mm-hmm. you know, the bills don't stop. That's something my, my husband had always told me. He was like, okay, you want to be, you want to be free. You want to do that, but the bills don't stop. And, <laughs> and, and so now, you know, he's, you know, my husband is the most supportive person on the planet. He's, he's, he believes in me when I don't, which I'm just like, <laughs> You know, yeah. everybody needs a pep talk. You and kid president, let's, let's do it. Right. Love kid, yes. president. Yes. <laughs> Love kid president. And so, um, I, he, so my husband's really supportive and I knew that I needed an exit strategy, but my exit strategy was December and instead it was three months earlier. And so yeah. three and a half months earlier. So I, what pushed I, you to actually go rogue. What pushed you? It, honestly, it was, it was my kids getting injured, my kids getting sick mm-hmm. and being still enough to listen to the universe saying, Hey, you know, 
pluck me on the forehead. It's time to make a move. Now's the time. Yes, because for a long time, you know, even though Roman had, you know, he'd, he'd come home, he'd been, he'd always been sick and had, had the tendency to get really sick really frequently. I was still able to maintain my work at, at, you know, with my job and maintain my family life. And mm-hmm. it got to the point where I felt that there, my, my life was dis, was out of harmony. And I know a lot of people, they talk about work-life balance. I, I really believe in work-life harmony. And so, okay. and that's something from Lisa Nichols, who's like, she's, she's my uh, imaginary mentor. She's like, doesn't okay. know Adam, but I love Lisa Nichols. And so uh, she talks about in one of her books, Abundance Now, about work-life harmony. And my life, both in my personal life and in my work life, was so disharmonious. Like it wasn't... Mm-hmm. There, I wasn't doing very well at either. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. even though I was getting stuff done at work, I felt like I wasn't being fair to them because I was dreading every day that I was there because I was so fearful and so anxious that something was going to happen to one of my children. Yeah. You know, I was so anxious that I was going to get another call that Roman's at the ER and this is what's going to happen because, or, you know, we don't know what's happening because there have been several children like my son that I know because I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, connected within the community within the medically fragile community mm-hmm. the autism community the trade community and children do lose their battles sometimes mm-hmm. and that's always something like you know no one wants to think about the mortality of their children you know but it's a real thing that my son could get the flu or he could get RSV or he could get, which he actually had. We actually spent a week in the PICU on, with for respiratory failure for mm-hmm. RSV like two weeks ago. Yeah. I and, yeah. And any one of those things could take him out. <laughs> and yeah. that's terrifying for me. And it would be terrifying for any parent. It really would. But that's something that I have in the back of my mind. And I really want, I, I wanted both to not have that fear that I'm not, I'm not there for my children, how I want to be, but also to be able to enjoy every moment with my children, you know, because yeah. they're, they're only young, they're only going to be this age once. And especially for my son, for Roman, you know, but also, you know, with, with AJ having his leg broken, that also kind of scared them, scared the poop out of me too, you know, yes. child, look, <laughs> I know, like, if you guys could see our faces right now, we're on Zoom, we're like giving each other the look like, oh yes. man, <laughs> that mom looked like, what happened? Yes, <laughs> so, you can see our faces. Yes, and so, um, I, I wanted to be able to truly live the life that I wanted to live mm-hmm. and to be able to be there for my children, to design my day and design my workload how I wanted it. And now I, I am living that, you know, I have my clients, I'm doing mm-hmm. my work, I'm, I'm, I'm doing things like this and being able to give visible how I want to without the fear that my employer is going to come back with some contract saying, you know, this is violating some type of intellectual property thing, which is something they try to do, but you know. Oh man. Like, so, you know, I love that you bring up these things that like, we just don't talk about. Yeah. Because it's just when things happen to us, we're in our corner and it's like, well, it feels like it's just happening to us, like Mm -hmm. employers doing whatever. And when we actually speak up, and 
tell our truth. It's like, hey, we are not alone because that's where we get hung up is feeling alone. Don't you think like feeling alone in like the mess or whatever is happening to us? Yes, yes, I definitely agree. And that's why I started my podcast, Mama Build Your Empire, because within the special needs community, especially, there's a real crisis happening. Mm -hmm. if, if you look at the statistics, so moms who have kids with special needs, they are 40 more times, 40% more likely to actually die of cancer, 150% more likely to die of cardiovascular disease. Moms. Moms, the mothers, yes. Wow. Yes. They're 200, that. yes, they're 200% more likely to die of misadventure, which is like things like suicides and accidents. And so there, it really is a crisis specifically to the moms who are raising the kids with special needs because there's not people talking about us. We, you know, we're so focused on our children's disorders, which is appropriate. That is appropriate to, you know, to talk yeah. about, you know, raising awareness for autism and, and, and for uh, chronic lung disease and prematurity because, you know, we want to pay attention to those things, to the afflicted. But those things also affect the families too, and they directly mm-hmm. affect the mothers. And so I knew that from being in these different groups, the moms who are raising these kids, they are, they are suffering from real, um, what do they call it? Um, lost opportunity is, is, okay. is, the, is the idea. The, the idea that they are not able to work because they are caring for their children. They, the statistics yeah. are showing that they have um, more absenteeism. They're underemployed. They're un- chronically unemployed. And there is this need and this desire from other moms who are like me, who, who have careers and who are, who are wanting to do something creatively for themselves you know, as themselves rather than for someone else. And that's what Mama Build Your Empire is about. It's, it's to celebrate those moms who are wanting to build businesses, who are in business, who are also raising their kids with special needs because we matter, you know, we do matter and we are, we're in trouble and (laughs) people need to pay attention to that. There needs to be, there need to be more resources for moms who are raising kids with special needs to uplift us and to have, to give us a space and give us a moment because we need it. Yeah. And like, to be honest, like this, the statistics that you said and the things that you said is bringing awareness to a niche. I'm just using niche for lack of a better word um, that people just don't understand. So for me as a mom, my children, I don't have any special needs children. I've never lost a child, but my sister has lost a child. Yeah. And some of the things that she says, um, while I, I'm there for her and I can, I'm as supportive, supportive as I can be, I don't understand because it's right. never happened to me. And then with the special need, like parents with special needs children as a teacher, the parents that I dealt with and they tell me some of the things that they were going through while I can be there for them and be a supportive, I just don't understand. So hearing the knowledge that you just dropped is just helpful for me as a person so I can understand other people that are in those situations. And I think that is so important because uh, like people on the outside looking in or have family members in that situation, we just, we don't get it. And it's yeah. not because we don't want to get it. It's just, we just don't have that, that knowledge base. Right. You don't have the information. And that's, that's why this is so important to me. Mama Build Your Empire, the podcast, and I also have a Facebook group. That's why it's so important to me is because 
it, we aren't talking about it. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, in the larger world, we can't really fault the larger world for not knowing because nobody's talking about it. No so, one's talking about it. Yep. You know, that's why I'm, I'm raising my voice and I'm talking about it because, you know, we, as my, as a mom of a special needs child, I, I poignantly understand how easy it is to lose myself in all of it because it's a lot <laughs> to deal with you know there's the the being re-traumatized whenever there's a new hospitalization or a new diagnosis or whatever and and then there's just the every day that we have to deal with you know my son he has several different therapies every week he has breathing treatments all the time and having to be on guard and vigilant you know no thinking okay does he have uh, is he going into respiratory distress right now? Do I need to give him nebulizers or oxygen or what? Yeah. It's a lot to have to deal with. And it's, it's not, and I say, I say that not, not to say that my life is, is, you know, bad or anything. I actually have a very good life. I feel very, very blessed. Yeah. So blessed. I really do. And I just use it all to, to fuel my, my desire and my quest to help others because I, that's, that's at the core of who I am. I'm always wanting to help other people and educating because I'm at my core, you know, I thought I was going to be an English teacher one day too. And that didn't work, but I like it. I like, I like teaching people things and, and Mm -hmm. that, that spark when people are, are getting what I'm talking about, but also to just live my best life and to live a life for me that includes being there for my children as much as I can and to be their support and be their advocate and, and to be able to design my day and design my time that works for my family, which is ultimately the most important thing in my life. Yeah. I I just have to say that I am really in awe of you right now. Like (laughs) what you're doing is amazing. And I'm, I am so excited for what you're doing, for what you're going to, your impact, to be completely honest, because like what you're saying is like, that's my passion for Go Rogue, but in a different light of like people that need to choose themselves and go rogue from a job that's not no longer serving them. Yeah. Your, your journey and your story is so, it's, it's going to change lives. So I'm super excited to see, see how big your podcast grows. Seriously. Yes. Well, thank you from your, from your mouth to God's ears. Cause I, I am, I, my main goal is if I can, if I could reach just one special needs mom who is feeling hopeless because I've been at that point where everything felt overwhelming and I've been in the depths of despair, depression from it. And if I could just have my podcast help her to, to, to know that there is hope and that there is there are choices that life can get better and that it can become, it can, it can be manageable. Then that, then I've done my job. I've, I've done what I wanted to do. So I appreciate you. <laughs> no, like I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart because I feel like women, we are so good at getting things done and taking care of our family and just putting our head down and just getting it done. But then we just, we never look up to take a breath of fresh air and to ask for help. So yes. what you're doing for with rogue women, like this is really what's going to make an impact on women in general. So that's really, really exciting. I love that. Oh, I love that. I got chills. Like, <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Cause 
you know, us out there, like some people just can't relate. So we, we need that knowledge dropped on us to really understand. So, um, I think I have one more question for you. So what would you say is the number one piece of advice you would give to a woman that's real, that's struggling, that wants to start her road journey, especially those special needs moms or that have special needs kids? I would say that anything is possible. So, I know from from my experience that I tended to I tended to think that oh that's for someone else or you know like starting my business. I used to think oh I'm not the business starting type of person. Like that's for other people who have gone to business school or you know who have all this you know access capital and all that stuff. Yeah. And then when I realized and I, I stepped back and I got out of my own way and figured out a way that was scalable for me to start my business, that's when like amazing things started to happen. So I would say knowing that anything is possible and just and keeping your eye on the prize, like keeping your eyes open and, and, and just having a goal and going for it, you know? So, cause I had, I had a goal. I, had, I mean, I had several goals, but yeah. I had so many of them. So sorry, I'm going to start quoting <laughs> secret life of pets. No. Um, <laughs> That's a mom moment. <laughs> That's a mom. <laughs> um, but no, I had a goal that I wanted to start this business and I knew that I knew who I wanted to serve and, and I knew that I had another goal of starting this podcast and I didn't know anything about starting a podcast. I just knew I liked them. I liked listening to them and I had this idea of who I wanted to serve and the rest of the details worked themselves out as I, as things started unfolding. So yeah, just, just looking forward and, and knowing that anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you said that because I think we all get hung up in the well, that's for other people. Like you said, mm-hmm. I don't have, I'm not Donald Trump with the trust fund or yeah. I'm not this person. I'm not this person. So it's, it's having the courage to actually step out and live your truth and giving it a go. Right. Yeah. yeah. And embracing, embracing who you are too. Like for a long time, I really resisted that I'm a mom with a kid with special needs, like that, that, that mantle, like take picking up that backpack. I really resisted that. But once I started living authentically and I started saying, Hey, this is my mess. It's my beautiful mess. I'm yeah. carrying all of it. And it is what it is. That, that also changed everything. Cause it was, I think it was one of those energetic blocks that was just keeping me from, from achieving things. And once I lived it, I stepped into that, that too. Yeah. That also did it. So there's three things in there. You only asked for one, but <laughs> it's all That's good. So true. Because like when I first started for some, I don't even understand why I didn't want anybody to know I was a teacher in the beginning. Yeah. And I don't even know why, like I, w- I, not that I was ashamed, but that people wouldn't take me seriously. So I like that you brought that up. It's like, just be you. And to be honest, on accident, I'm just kind of known as the former teacher in some circles. Yeah. And it wasn't something that I put out. People are just like, oh yeah, she's, she, she was teaching. She doesn't teach anymore. So it's yeah. like, even though you're known for something, that's just, that's you and that's your thing. And, and that's okay. It's just a piece of you. Right. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. So thank you so much, Mia. I want you to let everybody know where they can find you. Tell us all about your podcast, the whole bit. Give us all the details. 
So you can find me on Facebook or on Instagram at Mia the Marketer, and you can listen to the podcast. If you are, and I would encourage you, if you are a special needs mom who, and you're raising your kids with special needs, and you are uh, growing a business, listen to the Mama Build Your Empire podcast. Sorry, Felicia, I'm going to just plug this in right there. Um, oh, so yes, plug plug away. And uh, so you can listen to it at www.mamabuildyourempire.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Premium much anywhere that you listen to your podcast, you can find the Mama Build Your Empire podcast and a new episode drops every Monday. So tune in on Mondays or listen to the whole backlog. I would welcome all of it. So, uh, so yeah, that's where people can find me. Yay. And all that stuff is going to be in the show notes. So if you're driving or whatever, just look on the show notes and it also will be on my blog. So people will be able to find you very easily. So no worries there. So thank you so much, Mia, for being part of this podcast. I honestly am in love with what you're doing and I know the impact that you're going to make is huge. So I'm really excited about that. Yes. Thank you so much, Felicia. I really appreciate your invitation. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, If If you're a rogue woman out there and you want to forge your journey, definitely head over to the Go Rogue community at bit.ly slash rogue community where there's other women forging their rogue journey. So go out there and slay the day. Thanks for dropping by.